0: My name K Jables and I drop the beats. I put my dick in your mouth and I smell your feet. I like it when you're dirty. <laughs> I my neighbor when I was a kid had one that was made out of elk horn.
1: I am obviously the biggest nerd at this table. It's all upside all the time.
0: You're listening to the Hit the Deck podcast. Hit me up if there's a Japanese pro tour, because I need those mates. See, I didn't even want to introduce myself. I don't even know who I am. Card game review and strategy by gamers just like you. I don't
1: don't think my tongue can actually make that noise.
2: It's kind of like a catch-20, fuck you.
1: And now,
3: your hosts, Dwayne St. Arnold. I would then say that he probably didn't give a fuck.
0: I think we've talked about every piece of cheating I want to think about, and my mind is dirtied by it already tonight. Yeah. yeah.
1: And James Dykes. And still get those 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 juices out.
3: Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 5 of the Hit the Deck podcast, sponsored by Cardhouse Games. I am your host, Dwayne St. Arnold, and with me today is James Dykes. Hey, what's up? Kellen Abel. Hey, guys. And a special guest today on the show is uh, one Mr. Eric Reasoner. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Hey. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming down and being sure. a little guest and yeah, no problem. doing the thing. Ah. Uh, thanks so, for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we've got a lot to talk about today. There has been some... Hot topics uh, in the magic community uh, that are actually more interesting than the store hot topic. Uh, we're going to talk about some cheating, and there may or may not be some cheaters or alleged cheaters. Uh, so, for those of you that hadn't already heard from the last episode, because you probably don't listen to us anyways, uh, we're not doing the review every episode, so there's not going to be a game review this episode. But we've got a lot to talk about, so uh, I think it should be pretty good. But before we start on any of that, let's uh, let's spend a couple minutes talking what, what we've been up to. So, Kellen, what have you been up to lately?
0: Well, not too much. I, I've been playing cribbage still, actually. Are you?
3: Oh, yeah. yeah we need a battle. Every, oh, man. I keep listening to this podcast, we, and Kellen's like, I'm
2: playing cribbage. And I'm like, oh, kill that kid. Yeah, no.
3: We should throw down after this podcast. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, let's do it.
0: Cribbage, yeah. cribbage tournament. We have one every holiday season, so I have to get some practice in before I whip up on my family anyways. Uh, absolutely. Oh,
3: yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Tis the season to count to 15.
0: Yeah, it shouldn't be a problem. I, I just feel like I want to beat Eric at something after this, so that will sure. work out good. Yeah, um, it won't be magic, so
3: <laughs> I'm actually patiently oh, no. waiting. It will be uh. eh,
0: patiently <laughs> awaiting for the Star Wars: The Old Republic game to come out.
3: You know, if you pre-ordered it, it, you could be playing it right now.
0: I did pre-order it, but they're they're staggering the entrance into into the game, so I am still waiting for a stupid email. What a bunch of dick
3: bags! <laughs> yeah,
0: I that you know, I recently went back to the site, and they're like. Pre-order now, and you could get in when before it was like, you get in. I don't really understand how that works or how that marketing plan happened. I mean,
3: the marketing plan was take your money, figure it out later.
0: Yeah, they got a whole $5 out of me. I don't really like I sure mean, that. I mean,
3: you're going to buy it anyways, right?
0: Yeah, but I wasn't going to spend an extra $5 of pre-order. Now, I, now I'm screwed. I mean, it's
3: not an extra $5. That it's $5 the- off,
0: right? No, no, it's $5 extra dollars.
3: There's no way.
1: Yes, it's no. $5 extra. Dollars. I don't, it don't is. believe
0: it, go look at you get charged I'm the game this price. Model. I know. No
1: doubt. <laughs> Pre-order your boxes of Dark Ascension. Just pay five bucks and then pay full price when it comes out. I'm guaranteed to get it.
0: Yeah, I thought it was kind of weird because I assumed it was going to be you no know, cheaper or whatever. But no, it was five extra dollars. Sure. to do That crap. That that
3: five extra dollars to not play early. That is
0: well. That's the the part that I'm mad about. If it's not play early, like what the what
3: the crap? Yeah. I don't want to do that, but. Did you do, like, the online pre-order? Is yeah. That what, so yeah. can you at least download the client and all I already that? have it, download everything. I'm, yeah, I'm, I, that's
0: why I'm so excited. Every 8 a.m. time period, yeah, I, I feel feel check like my email. Here's
1: Cal yeah. Abel's day. 8 a.m., check mail for key. 8 30 a.m., check mail for key. 9 a.m., check mail for
0: key. No, no, no. Actually, after about 8.12, I'm asleep again.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So you don't know when you're going to get it?
0: Nope. It could be any day. Or, you know, since it actually releases on the 20th, I think. You know, just yeah. never. Just yeah. never.
2: So... uh <laughs> I,
3: I feel like there's a definite chance that you've just fucked up and you could be playing and you're just dumb. No,
0: trust me. I have I have a, a community of people that have also done this that are for, gonna, for the record. The, the
3: trust me line when I think you're being dumb doesn't actually. Okay, f- fine. Sell. Trust
0: all of the people that I'm playing with or. Well, not playing yet, unfortunately. You want me
3: to place faith in the intelligence of an MMO group? All right. Okay. You know what?
0: They specifically said check your email every 8 a.m. Okay? How about so, that, Dwayne?
1: Somewhere that? in a spam box right. deep in the bowels oh, of my some God. email system <laughs> is Kellen's Key oh, yeah. just sitting there waiting to be downloaded.
0: Oh, God. That would be frustrating. Didn't you change your emails and stuff? No. They're all the same.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Uh, what else, is that? It just you're waiting, just masturbating, waiting for. There's a lot
0: of masturbation that takes place at eight AM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah about 8.02 AM after you right. realize you don't have a key. Yeah, well, there's there's crying first as I sit, you know, disappointed, and then disappointment leads to crying, and then the crying leads to well, I'm feeling sorry for myself, so yeah. it's wacky once or twice, and then I go back to bed. All I right. can't
2: be on this podcast anymore, guys. I'm really sorry. Wait, well, you <laughs> masturbate too much for us? <laughs> no, this <laughs> is this is disgusting. I'm offended by this uh, this subject matter. Don't like Star Wars. Uh, You're Star Trek. Yeah, fan? no. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you won't I be understand. a Star Trek fan if
0: you listen to our podcast about the the card game. Oh, I listen to true. it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh,
3: here we are with our listener here as a guest, yeah. uh, James. Uh, what have you been up to? man?
1: Uh, well, I got a new I got a new phone, new iPhone, so I've been able to download the Ascension app finally and play that. The expansion just came out on the app. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty sweet. Uh, I've been playing it a bunch. I've uh, also been playing Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I played in a PTQ this past weekend and the weekend before in Portland. How'd that, how'd that go? Uh, not well. No? no,
3: no. I was there for both. I'm. Yeah. I'm just making you say it. Yeah. Of I, I know you didn't do well. I didn't yeah. do well either. But
1: we'll get to that. Um. Yeah. It's. It's kind of frustrating because I feel like this this limited format is real, real good. And I want to play more of it. And now there's just no more to play.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You should have just drawn more cards during a draw step. Yeah. Of course. That's probably would have <laughs> made the events start, more enjoyable. Just start with eight. Yeah. Uh, why, I hear if you, you
1: I hear if you
0: count your lands and then just tell your opponent that you haven't played one this turn. And you're oh like man. because I have the correct number of lands, that's why and then you play a land. I feel like this podcast has
3: foreshadow right now. Oh. Um <laughs> Is that is that it? Yeah, pretty much. You, you haven't done anything else? No. Uh so like you I've done uh uh I've done about the same thing. I installed the Ascension uh update on my uh my iPod. I'm I'm not cool enough to have an iPhone, I have an Android. But uh yeah, it's pretty sweet, actually. It's weird because I haven't played enough Ascension Paper since they released the expansion, so some of these cards I don't remember seeing. Yeah. I just haven't cycled through them when I've played it the handful of times I have. So it's pretty cool because it's kind of a, oh, I'm still discovering new things phase, if that makes yeah. sense. Uh, I played in uh, both of the PTQs you're talking about, I played in. Uh, the Portland one was a complete fucking train wreck. Uh, Yeah. Same here. <laughs> yeah, I, my pool was miserable, and I wish I hadn't gone. Uh, but we went to the strip club that night. That was kind of cool. Uh, but after uh, after that, I, I actually opened a really good deck in Seattle uh, at the P- Seattle PTQ, and, of course, I, I didn't get to play Magic. So I, I got to tell this Bad Beat story. I'm not even one to tell Bad Beat stories. Uh, I, that's not. That's I actually, the preface to everyone sure. right, right. Bad Beat stories. I never complain. I, I never
1: complain about variants, but let me complain about variants. I don't even
3: know if this is variants. This is just an absurd play. So it's, it's game three of a uh, – uh, of a match and my opponent I know has Rebuke in his deck because he cast it the other two games so uh, I've he's been keeping Rebuke mana up almost the whole game and I haven't been attacking with my bloodline keeper because you don't attack with your bloodline keeper right uh, you just make little vampires so long story short I get to his board state where he has essence of the wild that he had just cast the prior turn that's the six six that makes more six sixes and he's got three mana up for Rebuke And uh, I do combat math, and I I, I figure that if I attack with everything, including my Bloodline Keeper, he'll block something with Essence of the Wild, rebuke my Bloodline Keeper, and the rest of my attackers will get through um, and kill him. Uh, The card that he was holding, I don't think he was bluffing this the whole game, but the card that he had was Midnight Haunting, which makes two 1-1s, which is sweet, (laughs) except for they ended up being 6-6s because of Essence of the Wild. Uh, which blocked my my guys, uh, and then they your, ki- they killed me the next turn. Your, your bloodline keeper lived. Uh, yeah, it hit him for three and put him at two, Awkward. and the game ended, <laughs> not in my favor. So, yeah, that's my bad beat story. Uh, I'm not one to tell them, but I'll tell you another one soon. I'm sure. Uh, other than that, uh, I've been playing a lot of video games. Like uh, I got the Ico Shadow of the Colossus collection for PS3 and uh, other shit. Most people don't care about. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, Eric, so no one gives a shit what you've been up to, but no one knows who you are. So do you want to, like, talk about you? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I care what you've been up to, but no
2: one... Uh, thanks. Yeah, okay. That's sweet of you. What have you been Just tell us what you've been up to, and then tell us who you are. Okay. Well, what I've been up to is uh, I just got back to work a couple weeks ago because I was gone for a month and a half uh, traveling around to board game shows, conventions. I went to Essen, uh, Spiel Essen, which is the largest board game convention in the world. And a bunch of publishers wait, and they put stuff out that weekend, and they oh here's our new stuff, and and so we went over there and we bought a bunch of new games and brought them back, and they're doing well, or are selling well and stuff. So, uh, and then I went to Italy and hung out in Italy for a while. You just go to Italy for value, just we just uh, no. So well, it, it, there was another show there in a in a town called Luca, and we published the Tanto Cora game, which you guys uh, did a review of. Some podcasts ago, yeah and uh, and so we we take it around to shows and we promote it and stuff, and we took it to Luca and had a couple of girls dressed up in made outfits uh, demonstrating the game to the locals man what a rough and, uh, life you lead it's, it was awful uh, I had to teach these girls how to play the game and then I had to go out to dinner with them and hang out with them and it was sounds pretty, miserable it was pretty miserable sounds like and most and evenings that, right uh, just, yeah hanging yeah. out with Italian girls yeah uh, yeah and then we had we had German girls in Germany and stuff but um, so I, I was gone and then I came back and I went to board game geek con and all this different stuff so um, I've only been back at work for a couple weeks now and it's it's pretty weird it's weird to be gone for a month and a half, and then just be back at your desk.
3: Yeah, you sound really important. It, like when you when you tell this story, you sound really important. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> we we know you're not. Cool them listeners all. Listeners might think yeah. that you
2: are. Uh, no, I, no, I'm not important. Um, but uh, um, so, what do you want to know? The hi- little history? Yeah, you know? I don't know. I mean, why why are you on the show? Why? why I'm your why? sponsor. Yeah, I guess that's. true. And I said, listen, I want to be. No, no, that, you asked me on. Yeah, I did, that's I, not true at all. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't demand to be on. Uh, So I'm uh, How do I say this I'm I'm the manager at Cardhouse And then I'm the uh, We do a lot of different stuff I'm doing. I'm doing a poor job. You can edit this, right? You yeah, just cut I can out, take it. You can cut out all that. Uh, if you need to take the, the things pauses, out, the everything. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't edit it that there, much. There's, I mean, there's, no, there's nothing better. I would just cut out everything. That I'll that usually says. leave your waffling then, in. <laughs> yeah, there's our three-person okay. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all chopped up. Strange. I'm absolutely leaving all this conversation. Okay, in. so I'm the sales director for uh, Global Games Distribution, which is our distribution wing and Players Choice because uh, we we manufacture the Players Choice card sleeves. Oh yeah, and 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 then we're doing publishing now so we're publishing tanto quarry and we're going to bring over some some euro games that we haven't uh, we haven't announced yet sure. and and then some other games from japan uh which are going to come out in a few months yeah uh, and so barbarossa i don't know if you, some of you some I'm, of you i've heard of it yeah some of it looks awesome to me with... i'm so excited for that game. <laughs> i've never been so
0: happy that so many people can get offended i'm so excited <laughs> I don't know why anyone would be offended by Barbarossa.
3: I, no I reason. don't even I, I've heard I don't even know what it's about. So
2: It is a it's an alternate World War II, uh Germany versus Russia, but it's it's all girls. And they are they're dressed up, you know, like d- ready for combat, of course. Uh but some of the pictures are a little suggestive.
3: I mean, not like Tanto Corey, right? It's, Tanto Corey was oh, man, that was that was borderline. Really? Yeah. No. 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 I was okay. hoping it was actually worse. Tanto's than. pretty soft. Like, it's really funny because I, I heard some some feedback from a couple of our listeners that went and uh, picked up Tanto after we reviewed it, and they're like, you oh. know, some of these pictures are, I uh, I mean, no. which uh,
2: I, I guess I kind of get it. But If you thought Tanto was uh, had some, yeah. some lewd pictures or whatever, just stay the hell away from Barbarossa. Just no. don't even come close. If you
3: thought those pictures were lewd, you should open up your mind and go on the internet for 45 seconds because- Everything out there is way worse, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true, but that's th- true. this is this
2: is even more edgy it's pretty bad it's pretty bad uh we actually we had a decision to make uh, when we did tanto, we decided we were we were looking at tanto Corey and Barbarossa, and we said, "Oh, which one do we want to do and And I said, our first game can't be Barbarossa, like we can 't just come straight out of the gates like oh, you 're just smut peddlers great that's that's fantastic hello, sure. American so, market,, yes.
1: here is our Nazi chick. Card right. building game, yes,
2: yeah, yeah. It's all Nazi ish. What was really funny is when I was in Essen, in Germany, uh, I had I, you know, no less than two dozen people come up and say, "Oh, did you guys bring any Barbarossa with you? Like, do you guys have any Barbarossa? Oh, wow. like, no, no, we're not bringing Barbarossa to sell in Germany. Are you, are you out of your mind? Yeah, so?
3: doesn't Germany have <laughs> some like crazy like restrictions on? Uh, you can't have any swastikas and yeah. stuff. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah, wow. So now we're not bringing. Barbarossa yeah, probably Bar- not Barbarossa. In. Yeah. So uh we're doing that we're doing a bunch of stuff. we sell magic singles, of course you guys are you guys are familiar with magic, I think right yeah
3: we've we played
2: uh, and then we're launching a tournament series uh, here in Seattle starting on January 14th. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah do you want to give us some details on that?: Sure so w- the way that it works is every month uh, every calendar month there's going to be one standard event, and the the payout is over. It's like twenty six hundred or so, and uh, each per, ev- per event per event, okay. yeah. And then each event is you're, you're going to accrue points, of course. And then at the end of the year, after the the, the December event, we're going to have uh, kind of a player of the year payout. So there's no invitational or anything like that. It's just here's the end of the year. Here's a bunch of more. More money tossed at you guys uh, for however well you did in all of the tournaments cumulatively.
3: So the end of the year thing—you don't have to like play to get that money, or you don't have to play in another tournament. You just like no. get a check,
2: right? Yeah. So if you don't make it to the December one or whatever, but you're already locked in it, you know whatever you sure. But if you
0: won three of the ones already that year, you're probably okay.
2: You might be okay. I mean, oh, there's
0: some there's some pretty consistent finishers around here. You might have to
2: actually yeah. fight for that. We yeah. actually had an argument about this because I I said that I'd be shocked if anybody won more than two. Uh, And
3: And there's going to be 12, correct? There's 12, yeah.
2: And one of the guys that I work with, he was like, no, no, no. I, I can see somebody winning four or five easily. And I was like, you're out of your mind.
0: There's no way. Well, I'm going to win like seven of them, so. Okay, well. I'd, that means I'd, there's like four left. That'd be
2: great. Some five. I'd, yeah. be, I'd be happy to be wrong if it was you, Kellen. Ah. It was winning so, all Eric, of them. So,
1: if you're not a standard player, uh, is there other things that you can do? We're going
2: to have side events uh, for Commander and Booster Draft and, and Modern and stuff like that. But all of the main events are all going to be standard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where the numbers come from. But, I know people yeah. have asked me to say, oh, we want to do Legacy or whatever for the main event, but I need to. I need to fill the room. Yeah, as long as as long
1: as there's no Jason Stoneforge Mystic, you can actually draw people into a standard event. Right. Yeah.
2: No, standard's pretty exciting. Standard's really good. I really Uh. like it right now. And I don't
0: I don't like constructed at all.
2: And I really think standard's healthy. And the limited format's really good right now? Yeah. Oh, magic's awesome.
3: Yeah. I mean, if it weren't for accusations of, of shadiness, which I think we should probably
0: yeah, what what is that about? I've heard a lot of things on my
2: Facebook feed lately,
0: and I've read uh, watched a couple of videos that I'm not too happy he, about. He
2: comes up as you know the the people you may know. Like, do you want to be friends with this? And and like he pops up, uh, Alex Bertenshier. So yeah, we sorry guys. Yeah, he pops up on my thing like all the time. And you're like, oh, do, you know, fifty seven do, people. Does in he common. does yeah. he
1: pop up next to to Tomoharu Saito? <laughs> I don't think
3: Saito's okay. ever coming on. Okay, so. Before we get into it too much, just uh, so we can recap, because I think a lot of this is actually pretty fresh. Um, in the last uh, week-ish or so, um, on Facebook, uh, Drew Levin has been kind of on a crusade uh, to bring some information to public attention regarding Alex Bertoncini and uh, allegations of him cheating in uh, multiple Star City events over the last couple of years. Um there, what what I thought was the most interesting of, because there's always allegations of people cheating and uh, things going around and people getting suspended for slow play and things like that over the last, I don't know, forever. There's always been a cheating question in Magic, right? But uh, what was interesting about this is because the SCG events are so popular uh, and Alex tends to be on camera a lot, a lot of these issues have been documented on video, um, just to run through them, uh, there's one instance where Alex clearly uh, plays one too many lands in a turn uh, in kind of a shady way uh, when he has uh, multiple explorers in a turn. Uh, he also, in a separate video, he draws three off a brainstorm, doesn't put any back. Uh, after some time, the judges are made aware of it. And then later in the same match, he draws four off of a brainstorm. Uh, then there is, uh, there's one more incident. What am I forgetting? All
1: right, so so there was a video. Uh, it was on video. It's from uh, San Jose earlier this year, uh, and Alex brain has got a Greg Greglesberger, which is a card from Betrayers of Kamigawa. It's a two two flyer for three, that gives all of uh, all your creatures uh, the ability where the first time it's targeted by your spell or ability that turn, you counter that spell or ability. Sure. And his opponent, uh, uh, Vidaea, we. Uh, VG, uh, I forget how, I forget his name, but it's not actually relevant. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, Could be anyone. Has a has a Jace the Mind Sculptor in play with two counters on it, and a Curse Scroll in play. And so the so Alex plays Cure Great Left Spinner and, and uh, his opponent targets it with Jace. And that ability gets countered, and then uses Curse Scroll to kill it. And Alex puts it in the graveyard. Next turn draws another Cure Great Glass Spinner and plays it.
3: So, so the, the second one is a legitimate. Second. The second
1: one is a legitimate. Was on the top of his deck. Sure. Uh, and then, so his opponent goes in his turn, takes the last counter off of Jace, points the counter at the at the Kira, and puts puts Jace in his graveyard, and then taps the and then taps the curse scroll, and Alex puts the Kira in his hand in, to move it to his graveyard, and then just casually flips it on top of his hand, which is on, uh, his hand of cards, which is face down on the table.
3: So he, he did not put the cure in his graveyard when it died. He did not put the cure in the graveyard when it died. And did he cast another one the next turn? Absolutely. And by when he cast that one, it killed Jace, correct?
1: Uh, Jace was already dead. Jace had died. Okay. So he'd he, use the last counter off Jace to bounce it.
3: He had never, He never. At that point, he just couldn't curse scroll and kill it
2: again. Right. And again. Uh, so was his uh, was his defense against that? Oh, I thought th- they were flipped. I thought he curse scrolled it, then bounced it. Or did he have anything to say?
1: Uh, I've not heard any of his defense against it. I don't know if that was part of the. Uh, he had, Alex Bernstein appeared on uh, another podcast, The Meta of Magic, defending some of his his cheats.
2: There so, are other so podcasts. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh,
3: so before we get into that, uh, there, before we get into Alex's defense, uh, there's a couple other issues that have been documented in the past. They're not necessarily on video. Um, but there was an issue where he in game one of a match had Sower of temptation in his deck because, uh, and the allegation is that because he knew his opponent was on a reanimator deck and basically Sower was his only way to actually win. Uh, he had two sowers in a sideboard and zero main deck and he was casting them during his, you know, game one, uh, actually to win the match or to win that game. Uh, when he should have been well aware that they are not a main deck card. That's just Uh, good planning, Dwayne. Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) strategic planning. Uh, And then the other uh, allegation was uh, that he played with all foil lands and then all non-foil cards. Now I have, that's of all of these, that's the one I'm, I find the most shaky of allegations because it's not on video and it's a bunch of hearsay. I don't think it's been documented like officially like, you know d c i investigator or whatever um but yeah, so th- there's probably other things that I'm not aware of, but those are the biggest things that I've heard, but that's that's a really long list, and uh the internet community kind of went bonkers right because you know he's so well known and he won so much fucking money, he won a lot of money,
2: yeah, people are pretty upset, and star cities uh there's some egg on their face over this uh, and I'm not sure that it's rightly so, but it, when you but when you look at the th- at the the threads, people are pretty upset about it, and they're they're on a witch hunt, that's for sure.
3: Yeah. Uh, before we go into the reaction, though, uh, uh, Alex's defense of himself uh, did did you guys listen to that podcast?
0: It didn't. S- <laughs> I listened to that the section where I've s- I've heard the two sound bites where it's uh, he says something about how you know he'd have to be he was probably tired and wasn't paying attention. And then immediately after that, well, not immediately, but following that at some point in the podcast, he says, if I was actually cheating, I'd probably say I was tired and not paying attention.
3: Yeah, he uh, he talked a whole lot about how he is a sloppy player, and he plays fast, and he's he, he's very proud of the fact that he has never unintentionally drawn a, a game of, or a match of Magic uh, because of whatever, uh, the only draws he's ever had according to him are intentional draws. Uh but so he justifies that by oh because I play uh so fast I kind of also play loose and sloppy and that's how some of these mistakes were made. Um so it's a good cover. Yeah, but then he says but if I was going to cheat I would probably say I was just playing sloppy which I think he he blows his cover in the same breath as he makes his cover. Right? If I were a werewolf, <laughs> so what do, what do you guys think about this whole situation like what what do you think the the impact the greater
0: impact is for for the game? Well, I think if he doesn't uh, if there's not enough follow- up, it's going to be bad. If there is plenty of follow-up, I think that's going to discourage cheating. Uh, pretty well, especially in Star City Games type tournaments where there's a secondary tournament organizer that people know pretty well. I mean, there's there's also like the I don't know what Brain Burst is now. Uh, TCG they, Player. TCG okay. Player. They have a tournament series too, and there, there's a couple others that have been going on for a while, in the East Coast especially. And uh, if they if they crack down on this pretty hard, I think that's going to deter cheaters, but I'm, I'm worried that if they don't, then, uh, and maybe it won't, but I'm worried that if they don't do it, then it's going to be, uh, people are going to think it's OK, or that it's easier to get away with these things.
3: Yeah. I mean, there's two ends to it, right? There's the DCI and where they have to figure out if they want to take any actions or maybe they I, I know that they've said that there was an investigation, but I think that was only about the Sower incident because uh, that was like two years ago now. But uh, then there's also the the Star City of it, like, do they right. want this? I mean, this, this, this is their poster boy, right? Well, they,
2: they've made it. They made an announcement the other day, and they said, "Hey, this is why we didn't do anything about this. We sent all of our mm-hmm. information to the DCI, and it's up to them to make a decision." Meanwhile, we're going to keep doing what we're doing, yeah, and and wait the, for them the, to make a decision. like Alex has yeah. kind of backed him
1: into a corner now by winning the Invitational. If if he ends up being right. suspended by the DCI, do they? Do they say Alex we need our $10,000 back in our set of power nine? Mm, I don't think you can. I don't think you can either. So in a sense he's gotten away with it. Like even if even if he gets suspended sure. tomorrow, he's so, he's gotten away with it. Let
3: me ask you, why can't you? Uh, because in in sports when, you know, teams are found, you know, fraudulent in the past like that happened to I think USC college football where, you know, Things were shady. Uh, yeah, but there's... people were not following the rules, and they revoked their season. They, they right. took away their their trophies. And... But
0: they're expecting to play in future seasons as well. Alex in in Magic, Alex doesn't necessarily need to play in future in... series if he gets. Uh, he there's no there's no future there's uh, no tournament
1: binding. there's no yeah. binding contracts. Uh, university has, con- has contracts with the NCAA uh, and the NFL players. The players union have a have an agreement with the league. There's no agreement between Star City and its players. There's no binding uh, agreement that says, "Hey, if you get caught cheating, you have to refund your prize money." There's nothing there. there. The Star City would have no leg to stand on to get this this stuff back.
3: I mean, I think that they could they could legally pursue that the the money was obtained fraudulently, right? Uh, that, I mean, I don't know. That would be some super precedent-setting. Speaking events, of precedent,
0: right? uh, there is there is some precedent of. Uh uh, magic cheating being caught on video or, well, in this the case, I'm talking about pho- photography.
3: Uh, are you talking about Trey Van Cleave?
0: Is that the old sideboard? Yeah. You know, that's, that's, the old I was nosy goblin. Yeah. So do so you guys have an opinion on how that set a precedent for something like this?
3: So that was probably the first time that I think that they, there was actual visual proof of someone cheating. Are you familiar with this, Eric? Yeah, yeah, but, So So for our listeners, uh, basically there was a video, or, or sorry, uh, a photo of Trey Van Cleave uh, who was a a fairly decent tour player. People knew who he was. I knew who he was. He won won a a Grand Prix or two. Um, He had top eight at a pro tour, I think, at this point. Uh, There's just a photo of him while a booster draft is happening and they're sitting around this circular table of him very clearly looking at his neighbor's pack as his neighbor is looking and picking what cards to draft. And uh, Sideboard Magazine at the time published this photo with some sort of... uh, witty comment but then everyone kind of realized what actually was happening he wasn't you know admiring the guy's shirt or
2: anything he was he was, was fucking cheating, cheating. <laughs> yeah. yeah but he, he's on like top three biggest cheaters of all time lists probably like, I mean oh we should have brought Kyle Bodie in for oh, this, yeah. this oh boy he would know something
3: uh, like Th- like the Mike Long, I think that's obviously the the biggest name that people would recognize right. today. But like uh, back it, then, like it ju- was Justin Schneider. Everyone. And it, 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 so I mean, was, there's there's there's
2: there's a whole there's a good handful of uh, Hall of Fame players that are just known cheaters. I mean, it's it, very it's, true. It's, it's it's everyone from uh, from like 1995 to mm, 2000.
1: 2002. So like, like Nick Eisel was the last of the the the, the big the
2: cheats big out of that ones. era. Sure. Yeah,
3: I I feel like this is the next thing, though. This this has to be right. This is this is the next Nick Eisel story, because this is this is so many for for Alex. This is so many different events over so such a long period of time, and the fact that it's documented visually is just absolutely insane. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think that the DCI, they've done a lot of work. I will give them a lot of credit before we, you know, witch hunt on this. They have done a huge amount of work in improving the game because I know 15 years ago or however long it was, you know, when I was still in high school playing, there were fucking cheaters. Everywhere, A- everyone. You, you, it was impossible part of to the play game. Anything. Yeah, part of the game was not only playing the game of Magic, but it was policing your opponent and making sure they weren't drawing extra cards. You had to learn
2: all the cheats so that you knew what to look for. Yeah, and, and it was play-
3: it was draining. Players should not
1: have to do that. Like no. no. Well,
3: I agree that they shouldn't have to. Uh, and the DCI also agreed because they've they've taught their judges, they've educated people, they've educated players, and I think for the most part there's been a very dramatic decline in cheating absolutely um at least obvious cheating uh i think that this is something that i i i I have a hunch that the dci will come act swiftly on this i don't think that they're
1: they need to act swiftly they need to act swiftly because the end of the end of this season is christmas as then, then you have buys set and invitations for Honolulu set and right now Alex Bertoncini is at the top of the Planeswalker point list yeah so, so they, they need to act ASAP yep
3: yeah. they uh just like Star City has some egg on their face and 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 they're they're responding the way they need to but uh th- Alex is in position to be uh also the DCI poster boy right he's going to be qualified he's got the most planeswalker points in their brand new shiny system that they want to advertise and if he's doing it by cheating they need to crack down um personally i think uh, and this is an aside this is not a this is a bias statement uh i think that it's too many too much over too long and too many events to be whoops i think everyone in this room and i think probably everyone that plays any competitive game at any level that's listening has had a has experienced the oops i broke the rules uh i've absolutely done it i've absolutely been in situations where i found a sideboarded card in my deck uh i've been in situations where i've actually drawn too many cards and my opponent didn't notice um i can i can at least say i've done the right thing i think most people here at some point have you know it, it's, it's 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 tempting right it, it's yeah, yeah. a temptation it's, it's difficult. i had a situation
0: this weekend where uh, i i had a rakish air in play because you're your vampires plus one when it hits somebody yeah. and I attacked my opponent with the vampire that gets two plus one plus one counters when it hits them and I didn't even realize that they got got three plus one plus one counters stack, yeah. yeah and so uh, I asked my opponent for a dice afterwards and I put two counters on it at the end of my turn he looks at me and says oh so it's a 4-4 four, four? and I say yeah yeah it's why, why yeah it's a 4-4 four, four. not even thinking that it should be a 5-5 five, five. he goes he untaps he casts Geist Catcher's Rig and does four damage to it and it dies now I ended up losing that game, but I definitely would have won it if I'd had a five-five-seven-seven-nine. well, even bigger, because we are getting ten, 3. 11, 11, yeah. Right. Um, and uh, after the game, he's like, hey, did you know this interaction between, have you had these two in play before? Because, and, and, and that was very dumb of him, he shouldn't have said that, because then I knew that he knew. And so, uh, those are not maze, those are, those are automatic triggers. And so, like, little things like that are very tempting. My opponent cheated me, but... Yeah. It was a very minor cheat, but it still happens. So it's, it's extremely tempting to do that kind of stuff.
3: The story you just told reminds me of the situation. Was it with Todd Anderson? No, it was... Uh, it was... It uh, was uh,
1: sorry. It was uh, Charles Gendy at World yeah. 2009.
3: When he... Um, yeah, it, w- it actually was Charles. Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, Kellen's, like, bowing. Kellen's like bowing down to me. I, I It I, was with... Um, I did write something about this uh, when it happened. Master of the Wild Hunt, right? Yes. And so Master of the Wild Hunt, it... Uh, your opponent is required to do damage back to the, the wolves. as they, they basically fight, the the keyword fight now, right? Right. But it's that creature fights all your wolves collectively, and they have to decide where the damage goes. Well, it was legal at the time that his opponent could have split damage between the wolves, and they would have all it lived. It
1: wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. Um, the only wolf that was an actual target for it uh, because Gindy had tapped some wolves to attack, and then used Master of the Wild Hunt to, to, to fight one of his guys, and the only white and the only wolf that was able to fight was a was a three three. It had a one one counter on it from something, sure, uh, and it was fighting a two two. Uh, so Gindy actually played it correctly, even though he Gindy thought that it fought all the wolves, not just the wolves he tapped for the ability.
3: Oh sure, uh, basically. Gindy thought his opponent had made a mistake and didn't say anything and then admitted to it after, which is exactly your scenario, right? Right, yeah. yeah. And then is like, hey, why didn't you do this? Didn't you know? When he took advantage of that during the match. Right. Um. Yeah, that's shady. I mean, you're you, in theory, your opponent could have gotten a game loss
0: for that. Right. And I, I mean, I didn't say anything because I like the guy. And it was, I mean, I know that people are tempted by that. And uh, I'll probably talk to him next time I see him. But... I think that's something that people are just tempted by all the time, and it's, it's, it's hard to avoid, especially yeah. in, a, in a scenario like a PTQ or a Star City Games event where there's a lot at the top of the standings. There's a lot to be gained. Alex has gained a quite a bit yeah. from, from these minor, minor cheats. I
3: think that there's two kinds of cheats. There's cheats where you sit down and you're like, I'm going to cheat this guy. I am going to fucking get this guy, right? And at some point you deliberately do something to gain an advantage whether it's it's misrepresenting the game state drawing an extra card putting a kira in your hand y- yeah, yeah, yeah. A- absolutely then i think that there's sheets of opportunity right where you accidentally draw the extra card like legitimately accidentally and then you're like well he didn't notice so i'm
2: not going to say anything because you're afraid of the the repercussions if you do it's not like it's not like oh well this is a bonus for me you i think what goes through people's minds is Oh, well if I say something then I'm probably just screwed. So I won't say anything. Yeah.
3: And the thing is is in the reality is is they probably are screwed. Well, they they right. know what the penalties are. Right. Most most people who get but to this point know it, what the, it the tournament on,
1: is. It depends on the tournament though, because even at competitive REL, if you draw an extra card and like do you stop the, if you stop if you stop immediately when you draw the extra card and you realize, oh, I drew an extra card, I'll call a judge over. Um, they've gotten to the point where they want people to self-police. They want yeah. the people to police themselves. It, it's uh, Unless the game state is irreparable, it's just a warning. So, yeah, that's the thing, though.
3: Once, like, if you shuffle that card in your hand, then the game state at that point is irreparable, right? And that's really easy to do because you don't know what card that was, your opponent, now you have extra information, right. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, there's there's a, a thousand different ways that you can get into an irre- irreparable game state. And... It, it, it I, part of me gets it, right? Because part of me is that competitor that wants to win, and part of me understands, like, well, you don't want to make yourself lose because you right, exactly. had a mechanical error,
1: right? Yep. Um, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, Pro Tour Valencia uh, in 2000, 2007, uh, I was playing a deck that had uh, Living Wish in it. And game one, I had Living Wish for a card. And during sideboarding, I shuffled the Living Wish and the card. I, I never pulled, pulled the sideboard card out. I didn't realize it. I shuffled up. Didn't pile shuffle my deck. My opponent didn't pile shuffle my deck. I drew my seven cards. Had to mulligan. Then pile shuffle my deck and realized I had 61. Had to call a judge over. Yeah, you, ha- you have to. Yeah.
3: Um, and, and they try when they can to, like, what did they do in this situation? You were at a pro tour level, right? Yeah, you're, you're, it was at, a game loss. It was a game loss. Yeah. Uh, I think if that, that same scenario happens at a PTQ, you may and you call it on yourself, yeah. They may try and repair it, which I think is at that point yeah. it might be reasonable because it's not I mean you would still be mulliganing to six. Right. And you would but you would have to adjust that. So uh yeah, it's it's pretty wild. So I I gotta ask, uh I know the history of cheating and magic, right? And I think it's been documented, people have talked about it, but um, World of Warcraft is kind of in its like infancy. It's not really even in, in infancy, right? It's been around for a little while, but the, from what I understand, the judging at a uh, competitive level is a little loose.
0: Oh, it's very loose.
3: So it's, uh, do they yeah. have
0: this issue? They have this issue uh, very frequently, but it's not discussed because right now, just like in Magic, the people who are winning can take advantage of it, and they don't want to bring anyone's attention to it. Um, there's a... I mean, I... Here's a, here's a story. At Worlds this year in Rotterdam, there were, I was watching a match during the draft period, and uh, there was a guy playing across from an opponent, and his opponent had another guy standing behind him. Um, at one point, the guy goes to play a resource and then looks up at the guy standing behind his opponent and kind of like looks at him, and uh, the guy behind his opponent shakes his head no. It's like, just no. And then like, closes his eyes like, no, don't do that. And then he looks back at his cards, and he plays a different card instead of the card he was going to play that turn. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm obviously calling a judge. That is the most blatant cheating I've seen in years. That's I insane. Yeah. yeah, it's in worlds. I mean, there's a, there's a judge standing next to their match, but he has no clue what's happening. He doesn't even realize it's going on. And that's, that's reasonable. Maybe the judge is dumb. Maybe the judge is not paying attention. Maybe the judge is watching another match. So, sure. I go, so it gets worse. I go to talk to the judge. Uh, one of the I don't believe he was he was definitely not the head judge, but the head judge was standing right next to him, and uh, they were you know trying to train this new judge, and he wasn't that new. He's obviously I've seen him at events all over the world. And uh, I, I say, "Hey, I just witnessed this. I explained the situation. The judge walks over to the table and says, "Hey, you need to get out from behind him." That's what happens. That's the end of the situation. He doesn't. He doesn't watch to check if he's cheating. He doesn't give a warning. He doesn't ask. He doesn't ask what's going on. He doesn't do anything. He just asks the guy standing behind the opponent to leave, and like like that solved the situation or de- deterred cheating in any way. The the there's a the head judge is standing there next to me, and he's like, "Well, thanks for reporting that, I guess." And we just kind of move along because what do you do now? There's no obviously he's not going to do it again in the match, and there's no way to watch it. Watch yeah. it. Yeah. That, and it's just – it's so easy to get, get away with that. I, uh, there was another – and there's another time where the judge uh, was at the Dark Moon Fair t- playing for top eight. There was, there's a, one of my opponents – or uh, one of the opponents in the match next to me is playing their match, and uh, he calls over a judge, and he asks the judge a question. The judge answers him, and then because the guy sounded like he was trying to game his opponent, the judge gets frustrated at him when all he was asking was a rules question. That's, and then the judge is like really mad at him and he ends up he ends up giving him a warning because he thought he was trying to game his opponent for something. That's ridiculous. You can't do that as a judge. And because of that incompetency in the judging, it leads to really an ease in cheating. Just, it's very simple to accomplish these minor the cheats or of the, the
1: big ones. The mechanics of the game kind of assist in, in cheating as well. Like you have your resources are all face down. Then you have your hand. You have to try and keep separate. It seems like it would be fairly easy to pass cards. Yeah.
0: Oh, it, yeah. It's it's uh, it's true. Um, one of the one of the things in in WoW TCG that's also frustrating there is you have to pay a lot more attention to your own game state because you're making a decision every time you play a land. Where in Magic, right. if you have two islands, you're playing an island, or if you have one land, you play your land. Right. In WoW, any of your cards can be a can be a land. So there's a lot more time spent on your own time of the uh, own side of the board. So your opponent has a lot more time where you're not looking at them. So oh, it sure. gives them more time to. Orchestrate a cheat or return a card from their hand, th- things like that, and it's 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 kind of the wild west, just like magic used to be. And eventually, the judges are going to catch on, but right now, it's going to be it's it's really rough out there. <laughs> like there's a yeah. lot of opportunity. I
3: definitely know in some of our side drafts that we've done, you know, just our local you know wow drafts. Uh, there's been a couple times where I'll put my hand down, and it's pretty close to where you know my taps resources are, and there's a there has been one or two times where I pick up the wrong pile, and that's like, yeah, I mean, it's easy because I'm like, oh, whoops, I picked up the wrong pile. We're not playing for anything really, but at a competitive level, I, I can absolutely see that happening. You're also
0: encouraged to use dice to uh, to track the numbers of number of damage on your hero. Often in in, in tournaments, you're you're you're, you're supposed <laughs> to use pen and paper, but there's yeah. nothing saying don't use dice. And when you're counting out of thirty two. Yeah. On six sided dice, and that's not you know that's not a multiple of five, so it's people can game you pretty quick on one or two points of damage, and you might not even realize it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that th- there's no rule in magic either that has to be pen. Oh, there is, there is now. Is, there, is. there is now. Yeah, has to be pen and paper. For the longest time, there was a you need to keep track of your life totals rule, not a you need to have it with pen and paper. Uh, that that's yeah. The- <sighs> This reminds me a lot of magic. Like yeah, it feels really it feels there.
0: like old magic. I feel like I'm going to my my local store playing against the, the the navy guys who would come back and they would just cheat out of their minds trying to Trying play, to get play, us play, us play kids. all mirage
1: lands in their deck, and
0: yeah, and just do all these like crazy things. I, would, I I remember opponents having eight cards in their hand at the end of turn, frequently being like, "How that couldn't have happened." And also, you still have to discard. But you, you realize the have armed four. forces
2: is going to come shut your podcast. Oh,
0: down, right? it was just. A I mean, guys. if we
1: haven't offended every other group in, in in the world
2: yet, maybe you'll just pick up, but like a thousand Marines, sure, as, as listeners now.
3: So this was one of my favorite cheats that I I actually caught someone in a PTQ when I, I was like seventeen or whatever doing so i i know the listeners can't see but i've got my my hand of magic cards fanned out in front of me and, and eric can clearly see it. if you count the cards in my hand there are seven cards in my hand there are seven but in cards. reality there's there's Whoa. there's eight because they have a card sideways right. uh I, I caught my opponent doing this because i saw him draw two cards when he had i knew he had six cards in his hand uh, because you had to police this shit back in the day, right? Yeah. And then I looked at his hand. I'm like, there's clearly seven cards <laughs> showing. I watched him draw. And I said, can you put your hand down for a sec? He's like, why? Blah, 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 blah. Dude, dude, what up? Blah. And I called the judge over. And sure enough, he puts his hand face down and palms a, tries to palm a card away. And yeah, obviously, nice. he's not smart enough to do that. But, ah, man... I really, really hope for the sake of the game and people in general that they they make swift action on this Alex thing because it's very easy for this to snowball.
2: Uh, yeah, you know, it, do you th- really think that people are going to like say they say they drag their feet or say nothing happens? Uh, sure. I mean, do you really think that that's just going to like open up the floodgates for like people like oh game on for cheating?
3: So I think that the the tone for the last, I don't know, 10 years or whatever has been, they will catch you if you cheat. Mm-hmm. So I think once you have a very public example of someone being very successful and winning a lot of money and all of these different documented ways of cheating, I don't think that you're going to see people, you know, drawing 10 cards, you know, in their draw step or whatever. But I think you're going to see a lot of people not admitting when they fucked up because they
0: realize they can get I marginal think those, advantage. I think those tempting cheats are what are, what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah. And, uh, and that's that's a lot of the people that we play with now. I went to an FM the other night, and I didn't know anybody, and that hasn't happened in years. Um, and, uh, what, that
3: you went to an FM or you didn't know anyone there? Well, both, which is why I didn't know anybody.
0: <laughs> um, and, and I don't know any of these people, and these people started playing after all the cheating. So they don't know they, they have been in a world where cheating is not an issue. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. well, I mean it they know they may have heard of, you know, BenFL things from the past, but they don't know all the, the real secrets, right? They don't know what happened. They don't know anything like that. They just think cheating is not really an issue. They see and Cheney doing really well and they're gonna think, well, I guess it's kind of okay if someone that I respected previously as was a cheater, I guess I, I probably don't need to tell my opponent that this comes he down
2: to didn't draw a uh, card. Another problem of the community is, like, oh, I'm going to get fired for saying this and then ostracized from the community. None of these people should be lionized or looked at as, like, no one should look up to a Magic player that does well in their events. Like, with, with a very few exceptions, like, there's a handful of people that are human beings that, can, that are capable of functioning in society and holding on a, down a job. <laughs> but most of these yeah. people that are doing well at Magic tournaments... I mean, these people these are not the type of human beings that you should aspire to be.
0: Well, you can still you can still aspire to their mental, their mental game. And that's and you want to be as good at them as a game. And even if that's all you're looking to them for, if they're doing minor cheats to get ahead, then why aren't you? Yeah. That, I, think yeah. I think that's I think that's going to be all. Just even I if you are not f- looking up to them as a you, role
2: model for your son. Were you, know? you making this were you making these same statements or same concerns uh, when Saito was about to get banned, or when I mean, this this isn't it isn't like there was just like a seven year period where no one got banned. And, yeah, and now here we are. I mean, like people have just been cheating the whole time. Sure, and and marquee players have been cheating, right? Like, w- were you concerned about the everyone just just cheating then? Too? I don't
3: think uh, so. The problem is the differences is I don't think while. You hear, oh, Saito got banned in an event, and then you read the DCI article talking about it, and then you see, you know, another article on Star City a week later. This is different. This is a, you don't just see the cheat, you don't just hear about the actions taken, Mm -hmm. you're seeing it happen, you're seeing videos of someone cheating, and then right now you're seeing nothing happen you What you actually saw if you were following this real time when as drew was That's kind of publicizing it you you saw all of the cheats and then you saw him win ten thousand okay. dollars yeah when right. you actually the flow of this right right?
0: When you are watching, uh, when when you're watching the Saito thing, or even uh, didn't Ruel get banned a while back for something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you see the banning, and then you find out what happened, and it seems immediate. It seems like they did this one time and they got caught. Mm. Even if even if you heard they got warnings beforehand, you don't know what that is. You don't really know what happened. And they you don't did really too. Know. I mean, these I know they did, but but if you're a, a listener or a viewer at home for the Magic Pro Tour Top Eight, and that's all you do, you don't necessarily
2: know exactly what led to this they're pulling these guys aside multiple times like over the course of you know events after yeah. event and saying listen knock this off because you're one of our guys and like da-da-da. i mean like i can imagine that jared or whoever the star city guy is like pulled alex aside and said like hey listen man like uh, knock it off uh, you, you're one of our guys like do you do you, chill think, out.
3: do you think they actually had a hey can you stop cheating conversation i would
0: be shocked if, the, if it if didn't happen Okay. I, I've seen that kind of thing happen. Sure, sure, events. sure. I've seen it at WoW where where people are like, you know, we know what's going on, but we don't have any proofs. So, so let's stop. let's put
3: this into actual perspective. Uh, I think it was about a year ago Alex stopped writing for Star City and now is writing on TCG Player. And that happened around the same time that this whole Sower incident happened. And while Alex is still sharking all of their events, he wears a TCG Player shirt he is not part of the star city crew so i think that you know if you want to say that that conversation happened i, I would i would then say mm-hmm. that he probably didn't give a fuck interesting yeah <laughs> and, and laughed, yeah. Oh, sure right yeah. um you know I, I don't know all the details on that but i know that he stopped writing for star city for sure mm-hmm. um yeah i i think that what's the issue now is that people are seeing it and people are not seeing a crackback Whereas right. all the other times there has been a – it's like Kellen like, said. It's been a banning, then you hear about what happened. Like, or like, you hear about what happened, and within a day there's an announcement like or something. O- like the
1: only similar thing that, that's happened on camera like this in the last couple of years was uh, Brian Kibler at Pro Tour Austin. Yeah. Um, his opponent had uh, played a an angel of despair, and both – his opponent and Brian Kibler missed an, a trigger on Angel Despair, which is a, a, a trigger that has to happen where it destroys permanent and because of that trigger, because of that trigger being missed, Brian ended up winning the game. Um, right. but but there's no there's no history of Brian Killer being a cheat. There's right. no Nobody stories thinks, like this yeah. floating yeah. around. So
3: so I know for a fact that the DCI investigated it because, you know, it was an issue that didn't get caught at the time, but it was obviously high profile enough that a lot of people paid attention. Right. He, he um, I mean, I don't know for a fact, but he did not have a history of being shady. He also did not have a history of, you know, missed triggers in every event. And I think that, you know, he obviously, you know, there was no repercussion. It was just an accident. Shit happens. It was just, you know, it happened to be at a high-profile event. I think that if there was a history, he would have gotten, right. he would have gotten in trouble. He would have gotten banned or whatever, suspended. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is why it's important when when you're at a competitive event if your opponent quote unquote makes a mistake that may very well be true you still need to call a judge you still need to get a warning on record because when your opponent when your opponent that you play once twice in a year maybe makes a mistake and then if he's doing that to everyone and no one's calling a judge he's
2: just getting away with it some large right. percentage of the time right yeah. and that's what happens i mean you don't play the same person very often right and so you're like in oh. general no and then uh, in in Drew's article there was an interesting thing where uh, judge would come by. Hey, is such and such true? What happened here? And then oh, I'm gonna have to give you a warning. And he, and and then Alex would say, "Oh, can you downgrade that to a caution?" Yeah, I saw that. So that it doesn't get reported and it doesn't get recorded, right? And then and then because you get cautions all day or whatever, right? Man. But, but uh, and then it doesn't. That, right. that was pretty damning.
3: <laughs> you totaled my car. Oh,
2: can can you? Can Sorry, officer, can you downgrade that to, like, a fender No, that's what happens, right? A minor <laughs> traffic violation. <laughs> the, guy, the guy doesn't have insurance, and he's like, "Ah, oh, we don't need to call the cops. Like, yeah. We, no, we, we're, we're cool. We can just work this out between you and I. Yeah, like, you know what happens? Then you yeah, get fucked. No, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's what they do, too, right? They're like, we don't need to call a judge. Like, well, we can, we're can, we buds. We can work yeah. this out. I, and I think at, like,
3: FNM levels, that's acceptable. But once you start playing at any competitive events, right. uh, whether it's a Star City event or PTQ or whatever you just have to even if you're friends with the person like it's not
1: personal you're you're like, it's not you're here to win right in right. theory so it's it's I, like I, I don't even think that's good advice like i think you should be calling a judge even at the M level like players that are that are going through the M level and, and getting their confidence and getting their feet wet uh they should learn that that calling a judge isn't a bad thing i
3: i well I, yeah i i i think it came out wrong on my end uh i think it's much more important at a competitive level to make sure it gets uh, on record, but you should you should obviously be calling a judge whenever something at happens. At an FNM, yeah.
0: there's often not even a judge you can call. I mean, they'll be the the owner of the store you're at, and they will have no idea except what the tops <laughs> baseball card prices are. So <laughs> right. it, yeah, that kind of thing happens a lot. But but,
1: but there's also no penalty at an FNM. They don't give out game losses at, at regular REL. Yeah, it, I don't,
3: most FNMs I've seen, they don't even give out warnings. Yeah, they exactly. just say, hey, stop that. So that that's kind of why I'm saying it's it's it starts to be most important at a PTQ right. level it's, because they're going to get documented, they're going to get entered, yeah. and there's going to be a, a record kept. If you I guys mean, ever, oh, go ahead, no, no, say what you're say. I was
2: gonna say if you guys ever have a podcast about uh, stores running events and and how well they do it, I'd love to come back. I, I, I don't I, think that's the right forum for you, Eric. I would love oh, to talk awesome. about that someday. Actually, if we can do that, I would. I'm totally down.
0: Yeah, I, I
3: mean. Uh, so now that we're doing some podcasts where we're not reviewing, we can actually spend a lot of time talking about different topics like this, and it's pretty sick. So, uh, yeah, I'm not against that at all. Anyways, uh, I don't want to dwell on all this too long, and we kind of need to start wrapping the show up. Um, at this point, I think that to, – to kind of bring this whole cheating discussion to a close, uh, in my mind, it's pretty clear that Alex has exhibited a, a repetitive behavior – Uh, of taking advantage of game situations or intentionally performing card mechanics right Uh, i think everyone should make their their own opinion of it but ultimately the one that matters is is whatever the dci comes up with and they've shown a tendency to crack down and i hope that they're consistent with that if that's what they if they determine that this is an ongoing
2: issue they don't in my mind they've never cracked down hard enough on on people because like when you cheat and then you just get a, a six-month or a one-year ban or whatever, like, that's, that's tepid in my mind. Like, I feel like you're done. Like, you cheat and now you're finished. It's not like, like you get thrown in jail. Like, you get thrown in jail for a couple of years. You do your time. You have to come out and live in society and exist like a human being. And that's fine. You don't have to play Magic. And so if you cheat at our game and you corrupt our community, you're finished. I, I just sure. don't, Like, it drives me insane that they'll just be like, ah, come back in six months. Oh, did you do fraudulent tournaments? No problem. Hall of Fame. Come back in a few months. Mm. Okay, and and it, it drives me insane. Just you're done. You're finished. Yeah. I don't understand why, why they have
3: they have that type of policy towards uh like uh, aggression offenses like right. like if someone you know punches someone or you know knocks someone over in line yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch people throw throws a chair, a chair in a game so yeah, yeah. yeah throws a chair yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. or, yeah. or uh, an incident you know where you know someone makes uh very very. Uh, hateful comments like with what happened with uh, uh lucas, florent. lucas florent with worlds uh um, you heard about that no, right? I don't what uh so so to very briefly paraphrase um when the uh it was the planeswalker points thing right yeah this is after yeah. the uh the
1: announcement that worlds was going
3: away and yeah he uh on a french forum made uh, basically, uh, when I see this person at Watsi that's in charge of oh, OP, I'm I, going to rape them. I and heard this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's obviously female, and Watsi will not tolerate that sort of thing. And I'm, you know, take it however you want. Take it if he was joking or not, but you just can't say that sort Who of thing in a public forum. That's ridiculous. Yeah, abs- I I completely agree with you. There was a lot of people that's defending even, him.
2: It's not even funny. In a no, oh but, well yeah it's
3: you know what you say colloquially with your friends cannot necessarily be documented on a message board for all to yeah, see good with reasons. someone that you don't know. Uh, so anyway, so uh, I hope that they uh, they take some action or at least make their their findings public and why, if they don't take action, why they didn't take action, because at this point I think it's blown up pretty big. Uh, and I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to see what happens. I think we'll hear something soon, so... Uh, anything anyone else wants to talk about cheating at all before we start the, the wrap up?
0: I think we've talked about every piece of cheating I want to think about, and my mind is dirtied by it already tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. You're gonna go like, just put two eights down in cribbage I'm and be s- like, all right, fifteen two. I'm just gonna go <laughs> watch the <Leon laughs> yawning cat. For I an got hour. you, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay. So. Uh. This this has been uh a pretty extensive episode. Uh, we didn't review any games, but. Uh, we talked quite a bit about cheating uh, and what we've been up to and all of this. Uh, you can get a hold of us if you have questions for us. Uh, I'm going to try and do this right and not fuck this up. And I didn't write it down, so I lost that bet. Yeah, but uh, so you can get a hold of us on Twitter. Uh, our collective podcast uh, tag is at Hit the Deck Pod. Uh, mine is at Dwayne STA. Uh, James is at James FNX.
2: Kellen is at Coach uh, Eric, do you have one? Yeah, Cardhouse Games. Uh, it's at Cardhouse Games. Yeah, okay. The, the Twitter's not very active, but sure. the, Go to Facebook and you, I mean, if yeah. someone
3: tweets at you, will you pay attention? Will you see it? The the message or whatever. One of my people will. Uh, one of one of <laughs> your one, people, one, your min, your minions. <laughs> um, and then we are also on Facebook. Uh, uh, Hit the deck podcast on Facebook. Um, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, if you do find us through iTunes, please rate us and review us. It helps us out a whole bunch. Um, we are also generally uh, available for Android through the feed on Geekerific.com, um, uh, the Hit the Deck section on Geekerific, and all the general Geekerific feeds for uh, the other two podcasts, the After the Fact podcast and Trade Secrets. Um, how else can you get all of us? You can get all of us an email. Uh, you can email uh, Hit the Deck at geekerific.com. Um yeah, that's pretty much the rundown, isn't it? You yeah. can visit. Kobe's I did game. it this time, yeah, didn't you I? Do. You stole me five bucks, but yes. Yeah. Did. Okay. Fair. Uh, I did it without fucking it up. I'm going to actually save this little bit and yeah, <laughs> just, just plug hey, this into just, every episode. So just copy pasta. <laughs> so it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this has been uh, episode five of Hit the Deck podcast. Uh, we talked a lot about cheating, and I'm repeating myself at this point. So we better wrap up. Uh, thanks for joining us, James. Absolutely. Have a good time. Thanks. Thanks, Kellen, for not cheating us today.
0: Uh no, next time, though. Next time.
3: Next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, Eric. Uh, we really appreciate thanks having for the you here. invite. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Everybody visit cardhousegames.com.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we're sponsored by Cardhouse Games. So, uh, I, could, Do you want to mention Cardhouse Games? We can just keep tagging over and over. <laughs> Cardhouse Games. with <laughs> players choice card
2: sleeves.
3: And we're out.